Hi, it's Tim Hagen from Progress Coaching, and welcome to another episode for the Coaching Conversations podcast. Now, we are on Stitcher, we are on iTunes, and multiple different channels. Please check us out. Now, one of the things that you'll get out of our podcast episodes is a lot of content, a lot of strategy. It's not fluff, it's not concept. Yet we really want you to engage with the content and let us know your feedback. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. If there's topics you'd love to have us address, we would love to share them with you. Let us know your impact and let us know your feedback. Developing future leaders at your credit union certainly takes some careful thought and process. First and foremost, we have to identify those high potentials, our future leaders. And more importantly, how do we position them to become future leaders? So often when we promote people inside credit unions and certainly even outside credit unions, it's sometimes the person's first management job. Now, before we get into some suggestions, let me give you some potential pitfalls that will give you perspective of what you could do. First and foremost, there will be envy. There will be jealousy. When people get promoted, people really learn about friendships and relationships and peers that they work side by side with. So often when people reach out to us in this situation, they say, how do I coach someone who is working next to me side by side, my peer, and now I'm the boss. So let me give you some insight to a, uh, an equation that we share. If you're trying to, as a new manager, get buy-in from hundred percent of the people that report to you, you're probably wasting your time. If 50% of your people like you and 50% feel challenged by you, you're probably doing pretty well. It begs the question, why? Sometimes we have to manage those people who went for the same job or maybe had thoughts of going for the same job. See, what happens when people change positions, whether fair or unfair, other people's perspective of those people change. Again, whether fair or unfair, Some will think that other people are not deserving or they're not ready. Even though they didn't go for the job, they will still reserve judgment. Number two, the number one thing guaranteed that's going to affect new leaders is handling conflict. All of a sudden, that staff meeting that they used to attend, they're now in charge of. And guess what they have to do? they now have to be in a mode of controlling that meeting. And what if somebody is disruptive in that meeting? What do they do? How do they hold someone accountable? How do they get somebody to truly control that situation? Now, the knee-jerk reaction is, I don't want to call somebody out in front of the meeting. Yet the other 9, 10, 11, 12, 15 people in that meeting might be wondering, Geez, why didn't he or she say something? And now trust is eroded. Again, whether fair or unfair. And often we share with new leaders. If you're thinking management and leadership is fair, it's not fair. It's a great part of your career development. There will be exhilarating times, yet there will be facets that are unfair. So now let's get to the strategies. How do we prepare people? First and foremost, Start an emerging leader program. Teach people how to provide feedback to their peers. Here's the second part of that equation. 
teach people how to accept feedback professionally and thoughtfully, I'm going to make an extremely theatrical statement. If you are not going to practice that, don't do it. If you are not going to facilitate time for people to practice, do not do it because it's a waste of time. So make sure that when you are practicing, that you are practicing giving feedback and accepting feedback. Because what are you doing? You're really conditioning the behaviors of the people that might become the future subordinates of the person who just became the new manager leader. Number two, teach sequences of feedback. We don't teach people how to provide positive feedback to their peers. See, when we invest in the good things other people do, whether they're direct reports or just peers, we lose an opportunity. When we invest in the good things, we open the doors to where they have opportunities to improve. When we invest in the good things, we build trust and acceptance of those things where they might need to be delivered constructively. Third, it is paramount, paramount that they have 12 to 18 months of leadership training before they become a leader. How to lead staff meetings, how to read and interpret maybe reports you have at your credit union, how to handle conflict, how to provide feedback, how to provide feedback to people who are going to be resistant. So let me give you an example there. The number one thing that we hear in these situations all the time with high potentials, future leaders, how do I have that conversation with that person who used to be my friend, who used to be side by side with me? Our relationship has changed. And what you do is we teach something called the co-authoring strategy. The co-authoring strategy. It's really a conversation piece. So let's pretend Lisa gets promoted and she used to work side by side with Jack And she needs to sit down with Jack and have that conversation. The best thing that Lisa could do is sit down with Jack and say, you know, Jack, our relationship's probably going to change. I'm really happy I got promoted. And I hope you're happy for me. I'm assuming you are. Yet our relationship has changed. And I want to let you know, I want to be thoughtful. I want to be professional in everything I do. And certainly at times I'm going to be put in some precarious positions as well as you in terms of how we now interact with each other. Doesn't mean we can't be friends. Doesn't mean we can't still have lunch. Doesn't mean we can't have coffee breaks. Yet things are going to change. Here's the co-authoring. What can we do together to solidify our relationship, our friendship as it relates to work? So instead of telling the person, what you do is you co-author the new relationship. Very few people have done it. Let me give you another case study. This is outside the credit union. We had a client who did this with sales leaders. And they did it with sales leaders. And what I would tell you more than anything is there was a very smooth transition to sales management. Now, typically, notoriously, sales people who become sales leaders That is not a very smooth transition. Quite frankly, the success rate is very, very low. And at this particular company, it went extremely well. There's literally a waiting list to get into the company. There was a volunteer group where everybody practiced these things. We had over a 71% participation rate. Volunteer from salespeople. 
So one of the other things you can do is have a volunteer group. That will really reveal character. That will reveal commitment. Now let's say, let's go back to Lisa and Jack. Now let's say Jack never went to the volunteer sessions, but Lisa did. And let's say potentially looks at Lisa and said, you know, Lisa, I was upset you got the job. I was thinking about going for it and I didn't want to do that um, because I heard you were going for it and I knew it would change our friendship. Now, Lisa's on the, the clock. That's a tough situation. Lisa could certainly say, you know, Jack, I really appreciate you sharing that with me. Would you mind if I shared something with you? And Jack will say, well, sure. She could say, you should have gone after it. Do you mind another little bit of an editorial? Jack might say, well, sure, what is it? You should have gone to the volunteer sessions because that's where I felt comfortable going for the job and I would love to help you do that. Notice what I just did. I turned a tough situation into a positive one. Embrace the feedback, use it strategically. Now, I don't know if I did that perfectly. What I will tell you is I'm well rehearsed. Why? Requires application and practice. So when you work with your emerging leaders at your credit union, Make sure you have volunteer programs, leadership programs, 12 to 18 months with practice around conflict and feedback and peer-based feedback, acceptance of feedback, and you're going to build great future leaders. Thank you for listening to another episode of Coaching Conversations by Tim Hagen and Progress Coaching. Now, our company is always coming out with new and innovative solutions to help leaders coach their employees. And recently, we just created a new service called Coach to You, where leaders can pick and choose topics and assign 7 to 21-day programs for employees to learn and, more importantly, apply actions and then reflect and share what they're going to do going forward as a result of the learning. It's called Coach to You. We're literally bringing coaching to your employees. If you're intrigued, we'll have a link in each one of our episodes where you can get more information. And again, thank you so much for listening to another episode.